0: Evening, passengers. This is your conductor speaking. Take your seats. Keep all arms, tentacles, and other appendages inside the hearse at all times.
1: We wouldn't want any unhappy accidents, now would we? Tonight's brought to you by the dark underbelly of the mythological and factual world. It may not be
0: appropriate for all the little cryptids in your home. Be sure to tuck them into their coffins with
1: a kiss. Good night. Because we're rubbing up. The trip to the grave hey y'all i'm matu
0: i'm stephanie hey guys i'm shelby and i'll be your driver for okay. this evening
2: because hey i'm a squeaky toy now only because um, made fun of me like an episode or two ago. i I, oh,
0: I did i'm sorry and then i well, felt really right. bad because when i was like it's stephanie you couldn't hear Evelyn be like i'm Evelyn," and i was like oh shit i feel really bad
1: oh
0: my god <laughs> i feel attacked <laughs> but okay <laughs> Oh so I have a fun one for you guys today. Um, you know how Facebook like, gives you little, little memories and sometimes they're welcome, sometimes they're not? Well, this one was very welcome because it was the uh, anniversary of one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard Michael say. So um, we were going to the beach and <laughs> on our way home, we passed a little tourist stop called Blackwell's Corner. And if you're unfamiliar with Blackwell's Corner, it's a 50 themed like restaurant, tourist trap, gas station type place on the 46 freeway uh, in Lost Hills here in California. It also serves as a commemoration for where James Dean died. Um, when I say commemorate, I mean, there are giant posters <laughs> and like cutouts of James Dean. Like one of them is truly one of the biggest things I've ever seen of a human being. Oh God. <laughs> Right. So we're passing it and I look at it and I go, oh, rest in peace, James Dean. And Michael goes, isn't that the guy who makes the breakfast sandwiches? And I like lost my mind. I was like, that's Jimmy Dean. <laughs> worst of
2: all, I remember you texting me that day. And as I was like reading this to Nick, I mean, we both were just like dying laughing. Like I could not breathe to get the words out. Because all I kept thinking was like,
0: R.I.P. James Dean and his delicious breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, my God. We have to, like, commemorate this momentous anniversary with an episode about Lil' Bastard. Like, I can't. Yes. In At good context. Does. Not talk about Lil' Bastard on the anniversary of, isn't that, that Jimmy episode.
1: Dean? <laughs> uh, of the Jimmy Deans.
0: <laughs> of the Jimmy Deans and his sausage sandwiches. <laughs> so,
1: Delicious. for those of you,
0: for those of you who don't know, which I assume is few and far between, um James Dean was an iconic American actor that was born on February eighth, nineteen thirty-one. So, James Dean was already on his way to superstardom thanks to his role in the movie East of Eden. And at the time of his death, he had already recorded two other movies, including his most iconic role that everyone knows him for, Rebel Without a Cause. So that movie coming out, coupled with The Crash, made him legendary. He's basically the face of, like, Teenage Rebellion because of this. So Dean loved him some sports cars. (laughs) And some racing. He owned a uh, Porsche 550 spider He bought it brand new on September 23rd of that year, 1955. And he was planning on driving it, or I'm sorry, he had originally planned to tow it from Hollywood to Salinas, California, which is a town about 90 miles south of San Francisco. So that is quite a drive. And uh, like I said, originally he had planned to tow it. However, at the suggestion of his mechanic and friend, Wolf, uh, Rolf, Woodrick, sorry, the RW just messed me up. He suggested to Dean that he drive it the way um, from Hollywood to Salinas to, uh, quote unquote, break it in a bit more. Because like I said, it was a brand new car. They had never really driven it before. So he was like, you really need to drive it to just get it broken in. So at about 3.30, this is, again, to establish a timeline because there are two sides to this story where Dean was hella speeding and where he was only like kinda speeding. So at 3.30 PM, he was stopped in Bakersfield, California for going 65 in a 55. So again, that's only 10 miles an hour of the speed limit. Um, Dean and Wutherick were in the car and they were followed by their friend, Bill Hickman in a Ford station wagon, not relevant, but it was included in the story. They all decided to stop at Blackwell's corner and i believe at the time it was just a restaurant i don't i doubt it was the tourist trap it is now so they you know eat drink hang out they all leave at about 515 at 545 23 year old cal poly student donald Turnipseed, seed not turnip like the root vegetable <laughs> turnipseed seed uh was attempting to make a left hand turn Onto the uh, Route 41 freeway, which goes towards Fresno, California. Dean saw Turnip Seed making this turn and attempted to steer Lil Bastard into a sidestepping racing maneuver to avoid him. But unfortunately, it was too late and the two collided, almost hitting head on. A witness that was there stated that he saw Little Bastard flip two or three times in what he described as cartwheels landing in a nearby gully. Several people who saw the accident all rushed over to help and included in that was a woman that had nursing experience and she felt for a pulse on Dean but she found it was really really weak. He his injuries were extreme. Uh Woodrick was thrown from the car. He was seriously injured and was found next to it and him and James Dean were rushed to a nearby hospital. Sadly Dean was DOA and Wutherick needed emergency surgery to repair a broken jaw, femur, and hip injuries, but he did survive. And uh Mr. Turnipseed there. We mm. <laughs> had some bruising and a bloody nose. Uh Bill Hickman reported that Dean's last words were, He's gotta stop. He's gotta see us. He was only twenty four at the time of his death, which is
1: really sad uh so i wanted to add just because there is a little bit that i do know about james dean that is outside of like this particular curse um james dean at this time like before this happened was also uh rumored to have had a relationship with one of the screenwriters that he worked with william bast and they were really said yeah they were said to supposed to be uh william bast himself said that they were going to uh move in together As uh, bachelors,
0: (laughs) they were roommates.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, so that was you know side fact. There, you know, just side little fun thing. Um, There's you know a possibility that the oh so handsome James Dean was very bisexual.
0: I love that for him. I didn't know that.
2: I have heard that before. Like, they're they've never been able to confirm it, but. There was also, like, rumors that um, he was, like, abused, sexually abused by a minister when he was younger, and then, like, rumors flew about him being, like, bisexual or homosexual, and, you know, because he was known to be, like, he was engaged to an actress, and I cannot remember her name.
1: So uh, during the time
0: that period about the writer. that happened a yeah. lot in that time period, okay, for, during that
1: time period, yeah. uh, sham marriages were very integral to keeping oh, yeah. the right. image of oh, yeah. the attractive, uh, you know, male hero. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them would marry female co-stars and stuff, and um, they would have their relationships on the side right it made were hollywood. really sad
0: too especially because hollywood producers would just walk up to him and be like hey guess what you're marrying her you don't yeah, have a saying um
1: this <laughs> yeah. happened with uh women as well as yeah, marilyn no, monroe sure, right? i believe was um possibly asexual bisexual hmm. one of those
0: hmm.
1: but yeah one uh, of them one of them well she said <laughs> that sex never appealed to her but she was always attracted to women
0: That's so interesting to me that like Marilyn Monroe, like sex icon could have Mm -hmm. possibly been asexual. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Cause you think maybe like she was asexual and they were like, oh no, none of that. And they like pushed her into it maybe like out of her comfort zone into it.
1: I would say so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, there's our fun sidetrack for the day. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. This is my old Hollywood voice.
1: (laughs) Everyone is gay.
0: (laughs) Everyone's gay. You want to be a star, don't you? (laughs) So (laughs) that leads us to, (laughs) I just thought of Family Guy. I'm sorry, (laughs) Like Walt Disney (laughs) trying Minnie Mouse. (laughs) So uh, a week before the crash, which when Dean first bought the car, he met with British actor Alec Guinness in LA. Guinness reports that he just felt like this really heavy, ominous feeling from the car and later wrote in his diary.
1: (laughs) His diary.
0: Men have diaries. Real men have diaries. The sports car looked sinister to me, exhausted, hungry, feeling a little ill-tempered in spite of Dean's kindness. I heard myself saying in a voice I could hardly recognize as my own. Please never get in it. If you get in that car, you will be found dead in it by this time next week. Dean died a week later after he showed them the car. Wild. Ugh. Wild. Wild. So we'll post pictures of the um crash, the car crash on Instagram, but after the car crash, the insurance company declared the car a total loss. Like, if you yeah. look at those pictures or look it up yourself, it's very obvious why it is it is mangled.
2: Yeah, there so, was no question about it.
0: That's for sure. Oh yeah, there was no saving that car. So later on, when the, when George Barris was like, "I'll rebuild it," I was like, "Good luck." <laughs> I guess. What? Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> there's there's no fixing that. But um, so from that point, the car was taken to a salvage yard where another local Californian racer by the name of William Esridge purchased the car and he was basically just going to use it for parts because what else could you really do with it, honestly? So the engine of the little bastard was put into his car, which was a Lotus 9, and some parts of the suspension system were sold to another racer named Troy Lee McHenry for use in his own Porsche. Both men were driving in the 1956 Pomona sports car races. Both men crashed. So Estrich was lucky enough to survive. Troy Lee McHenry, unfortunately, was not. His Porsche hit the only tree on the entire racetrack in his first lap. In his first lap, which is bananas to me. And unfortunately, like I said, he did not survive his crash. So wild, wild. Um, In addition to the um, engine being put in that Lotus and then the suspension being put in Troy Lee McHenry, the only additional salvageable parts of the car were the four wheels somehow. the mangled frame and then the beat up body of the car and those were all sold to the self-named king of customs and he spelled it with a k which is very obnoxious um, george barrett's he did the original detailing on the car he painted that like big iconic 130 on it he did the pen striping on the side that said a little bastard and he promised that he was going to rebuild it which again go look at the pictures good luck godspeed <laughs> i guess enjoy
1: enjoy if you have must. fun
0: with your what's going to be a very long-term
1: project I mean, good luck with that
0: so uh well he found that the body was beyond repair <laughs>
1: Which, weird who would have guessed
0: who would have thought not me he's uh, an expert <laughs> guys
1: <laughs>
0: expert um so he couldn't repair the body but he did sell two of the tires but kept the body in his own possession. And then when two would-be thieves discovered that Barris had the body, they were like, oh fuck yeah, let's go take stuff from it, right? We all love a good murder, well, I guess that's not a murderabilia, but (laughs) we all love a good uh, item involved in a tragic and violent death. So one of them attempted to steal the steering wheel and the other attempted to steal the blood-soaked tartan seat covers. So the thief that tried to steal the steering wheel ended up slicing his arm open. And the person who tried to steal the seat covers was injured as well, though there weren't really any specifics. And I'm going to assume that they survived because they probably just went and sought medical care. Yeah. So when the California Highway Patrol learned that Barris had the body of the car, they begged him. To loan it to them to the LA chapter of the National Safety Council because they wanted to have it as a traveling display for highway safety. Basically, so they could be like, This is the car that killed James Dean. Don't don't drink and drive, kids. Like <laughs> <Ooh>, Don't
1: <laughs> Race be a dumbass.
0: What's up, Stephanie? He said racing's bad. Racing's bad, kids. So the speed limit, children. <laughs> right. He wasn't even racing, he was just driving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone sure needs car. to know that.
0: So the first exhibit that they had Little Bastard in ended up being a failure. And would you like to know why?
1: Yes, my
0: the garage that Little Bastard was being housed in burst into flames. And that.
1: everything but
0: the car
1: burned. You know what it makes me think of? Uh, have you guys seen the movie Christine? Or read the book? I've seen the movie. I've yeah, I've, I've only seen the movie. Uh, <laughs> that's what it made me think of. Just, you know, car gone wild.
0: Sentient car. <laughs> Did they ever say what caused the fire? I don't think they could find what caused the fire. Let me see. A lot about no, that. No. It looks like they they don't know. It's literally just like, holy shit, I caught fire and it's like gone now. <laughs> like the Oopsie garage doopsie. is gone. Right? Could you imagine walking up to that and you just see the car and like... The car is fine, well, I mean, relatively fine. Like it's beat up because it was in a horrific
1: crash, but it's been through a lot. It's been oh, through a lot. It's seen some shit, okay?
0: Right? Could you imagine the car just being like, "I have been through some shit, okay"? Like,
1: just let me, let me be.
0: Just let me be. So, and then remember how I said that Barris had sold two of the tires to someone else? Uh huh. Both tires blew at the same time on the car that uh, they had put the tires on too. Yeah. Also, um, the display that Lil Bastard was on, it just kept falling off. Just kept falling off that stand. They could not keep it on that stand. And on one occasion, um, they had it at a high school and there was a student who was looking at it and it fell off and crushed his hip.
1: No hip for him.
0: No, yeah. Like get a titanium fucking hip. Get your hip built. There was draft. (laughs) There was a draft, just like a little and then it's gone. <laughs> all right. Just a little kiss of the wind, and the is. all, that's enough for me. <laughs> that AC was blowing in that Listen, high school. Listen, it's had a
1: really hard, it's had a hard life. And Are you
0: suggesting that the car is acting out because of unresolved trauma? Consumed? I am.
1: I am. That's what's happening. It's had a hard life, and it's just, it's, it's doing its best
0: i don't know why i thought of like the cars universe and i was like someone find that car like a therapist car
1: the therapist car (laughs) i mean
0: (laughs) just lightning mcqueen just being like it's okay little bastard we found you a therapist car (laughs) you're
1: going to hell
0: (laughs) i was aware (laughs)
1: That oh could chow
0: just fucking said me, I'm done. <laughs> so at this point, the ZHP is fucking tired of this car. Like it constantly falls off like the transport vehicles, like when they're taking it places. Um, like the student got hurt, they're like, it's just not you know what?
1: It. I'm falling apart too, so I feel that.
0: I know, just I just relate to little bastard on you a know. heavier level as the story goes on. <laughs>
1: Just deep 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 emotional level
0: yes so at this point Getting, CG, none of this is real it's a metaphor for my life
1: exactly <laughs> right
0: exactly. at the end right just rip back the curtain we're not talking about little bastard we're talking about us <laughs> <In metaphor. laughs> but,
1: the true reality
0: <laughs> a true life i am a cursed car <laughs> <laughs> So at this point, the CHP is fucking done with this car. They call it George Barris. They're like, take your cursed, haunted fucking car back. We don't get want your it shit. anymore. Get your shit, or not even get your shit, more like, we're gonna bring your shit back to you. We're tired of it. So they hire a truck driver by the name of uh, George Barkas to take it back to George Barris. And somehow, like on the drive back, he loses control of the transport truck he falls out and little bastard falls off and crushes him. Yep. And he unfortunately died. Yeah. I I couldn't really I mean I doubt they know. Like all they can tell is that he fought he fell out and he was crushed. There's not really any specifics of how he lost control of the car or anything like that, but the fact that he lost control of it fell out. And then Lil Bastard fell off and proceeded to crush him is wild to me. It's a, a lot of weird timing. Yeah, that is a really strange like series of events because it's one thing to like lose control of your car and fall out. But the fact that like, I'm going to assume it was moving, like if he lost control. If for yeah, the car to I, then fall off and crush him is wild.
1: And just, uh, it, I feel like after the first time it fell off, people would have been like, maybe we should secure it better
0: i don't i assume they were because after the I would first hope time so. also also they would hope the initial things. time they're not like this should do
1: right, <laughs> right? like I'm, I'm just slap
0: it on there uh, It's good
1: <laughs> hopefully doing something about it <laughs> they're all bad it's fine <laughs> no it's fine just uh, just a few ropes no change even if like let's say that they
0: don't care about the human component at all i feel like it would be very annoying to have to constantly get little bastard back up onto whatever method of transportation they're using it feels costly that yes it feels costly and it feels like wow what a waste of time right you have to just constantly be like oh fuck it fell off again <laughs> like, again again <laughs> again and like that
1: and that's the, oh, yeah. like the, that's the thing it's like it's it's the saying again
0: Yes, there was also an instance, I only saw it in one source, so I'm not sure how true this is, but, um, when they were loading Little Bastard onto, like, the flatbed or whatever method they were using to transport it, um, at the time of the crash, at the crash site, I saw a report that it fell off and broke someone's leg, (laughs) like, just right out of the gate, just being like, fuck y'all, and crushed someone's leg. I'm not going on this trip. I right. You know, I'm, I'm not leaving and you can't make me. <laughs> so unfortunately, George Parkas dies and then they have someone else come in to, you know, finish transporting it back to George Barris and it disappears. So we were so we were talking
2: about this earlier and I started like Googling reading mm-hmm. and I read that they actually put it on a train. Oh like, really? Yeah, like in a sealed box car.
1: To take and, it back.
2: Yep. And when the train arrived in LA, the box car was still intact, and they opened it, but the car was gone.
1: That's wild. what?
0: That's wild. Yeah. Uh,
1: like, wow. I mean, these like heists and stuff definitely happen, which means like you know somebody it's still a whole it was car though. For, yeah. Like, a train no. Or? I mean, uh, yeah. That's like and a the thing. box
2: the box wasn't open like the boxcar that it was in.
1: There are like professionals who do this kind of thing where like that's what they do. They steal like famous cars and stuff. And you were saying before uh, Shelby that they found, what was it, a hubcap in where?
0: No. So the only confirmed part that they've ever found of Little Bastard since it disappeared in 1960 is its transaxle. And it was found in some random fucking wooden crate in rural Massachusetts.
1: So what it sounds like to me is, okay. So uh, fun fact about me. Uh, one of my cousins used to uh, park cars and sell the parts. Not saying <laughs> whether it was legal or not. Um uh, So this is a thing that happens, <laughs> and it's a lot more common than most people think.
0: I feel like little bastard though is such a high visibility car. Yeah, like, like you, and that's really... what made it
1: so in alluring. You know what I mean? Yeah
0: no i mean for sure like stripping of her parts and selling them i just feel like it would be very difficult at all stages of this to get away with that well yeah if you're doing I, that while a train is moving
1: yeah it's, yeah, not, that's like a, it, that, it's that's, not like they
2: had a bunch of technology back then
1: right? technology not 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 necessarily necessary for something like this because um like these kinds of thefts are like these are people who are trained in doing this and that's what they do with their life and that's how they make money Um, and you could blame capitalism for causing desperation Um but so yeah they, they will take things while they're moving and they're like very good at resealing things so it looks like no one ever touched it and they wouldn't have the technology back then to have you know been able to is look at the forensics as well as we would now. Oh um, no, for sure. So I just have uh, this
0: image of someone like in a truck with like a flatbed driving alongside the train, being like, "Hurry up, shove it on the flatbed."
1: <laughs> like, uh, honestly, no
0: power tools and moving a whole ass car. <laughs> right. No, like Much literally <laughs> in the sixties. <'60s. laughs>
1: it, it's a thing. Uh, car thefts have been going on for a very long time. Uh, I feel like
0: if there was any time to get away with it, it would be.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying that like oh like because I I don't think that it would have just vanished. I just I really don't think that that uh, possibly could have happened. But and I'm not saying that oh it's not cursed. I wouldn't fuck with it. Um, but my thought process and to fuck
0: around is holy to find out is divine, and that's why I'm not touching that fucking car. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I it, my my thought process is is if you um, if you think about it. So say this car is stolen and stuff we lose track of it at this point historically right we no longer Hmm. have an idea where it's at we do know that that one piece of the car was found um in the bridgewater triangle but how many people do you think died in the in-between of stealing that car parting that car and selling the parts to that car them going into new cars and becoming other car accidents
0: I don't know. That's wild to think about, though.
1: Because... Like, how many uh,
0: unexplained car accidents? Just, like, where they just lost control, like, of the car? I wonder.
1: Yeah, like, how many um, just... It it just makes me, like, think, like, the people who stole this thinking we're going to make a mint off this, um, is it possible that they're quite literally the reasoning behind... Deaths. That's wild.
0: I had never like considered that because you just think of it like when they're like, "Oh, the car goes missing," you don't really think of it as like the parts. You just think of the whole car, right? But that is interesting. It's funny because it just says rural Massachusetts, but it doesn't say the Triangle. But I'm willing to bet, buddy, it wasn't the Triangle.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and the only reason I I bring it up is again because I do have a a family member who was uh in that sort of business, and <laughs> um. So, I do know that it's something that happens. Um, but yeah, it just made me think like, that. that's super, like, how many people could have died or did die because of that? That is crazy. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's Paul crazy. Walker was driving a Porsche.
1: Oh, no, don't say yeah. that. Oh, now <laughs> I'm going to cry again. Um, oh, and yeah paul walker was um his death was uh oddly similar to uh james dean's except mm-hmm. he was i mean they were both Didn't going he, crazy he had a tree speed. right like
0: he lost control and hit a tree mm-hmm. yeah yeah So, um, in 2005, like an interested party put out a million dollar reward for any information that would lead to the location of Little Bastard, or I guess most of Little Bastard at this point, if we're postulating that, you know, it did get stolen for scrap.
1: So, so side thing, um, fun fact, Eli, um, just said that there's actually people who, um, rich people. Fun rich people, our favorite, Mm -hmm. um, who actually collect haunted cars and would have the funding to go after a car that might be considered or they think is cursed.
0: I feel like Little Bastard, Little Bastard, (laughs) Little Bastard would be like the crown jewel of a collection like that. Right. I wouldn't. So
1: we would never see it again. Right.
0: Especially because like 2005 was like what, 17 years ago? And Mm-hmm. No one's heard anything, or like if it did come out that you know someone has it, I'd like to assume that people would gallivant that they have it, but you, you never know. Not I mean, these, yeah. no,
1: these rich weirdos, like these are their like their collections, you know what I mean? They don't, yeah. they, they show it to their friends that they bring over. Uh, oh, look
0: at my car, my car right. that kills people, <laughs>
1: but um, but we rarely, you know get that whole um they're not gonna show us you know peasants
0: <laughs> the peasantry the peasantry my God, no and that's so, if they want
1: anybody to know that they stole shit no yeah
0: i mean yeah so i feel like at this point it's safe to assume that someone has it and they're just not saying that they have it or that it is genuinely lost like it's buried somewhere it's in the mm. ocean it's i don't know in some rich person's haunted car bunker who knows right so yeah that's the story of uh I'm a little mastered
2: i was reading that that transaxle ended up like going up for auction and selling for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: yeah that's yes. not even at all Christ. shocking and that's exactly yeah. what i'm getting at like right ugh. yeah it, it it makes complete sense to me that um something like that would get stolen uh, while well, going down the highway or down right. the train track in this case.
0: Yeah. There's there's an episode of Supernatural where Lil' Bastard is like it, it ends up being like a monster that can shapeshift but it made itself look like Lil' Bastard and started killing people which I thought was humorous.
1: <laughs> that is kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Especially because Dean like looks at the like the VIN number of the car and he's like, "Oh my god, this is a little bastard."
1: And he would oh, know that. Cuz he has VIN, VIN number,
0: numbers memorized. Right? Yeah, what a right. fucking weirdo.
1: <laughs> like I know that Dean really likes cars, but like he recognizes the VIN number.
0: Right? Like- Imagine. <laughs>
1: So much of that show drives me fucking nuts. There's
0: a lot to, it's it's my guilty pleasure. Well Oh yeah. I still watch it.
1: Don't get me wrong, but it's after still ass.
0: Season six, it's hot buttered garbage, but yeah, that is
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> season six wasn't all that hot on its own. Season
0: six was okay, but season seven, I was like, what the fuck happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, they get to a point where I'm just like, Are you guys fucking okay? <laughs> You can only kill two people so many times, right?
0: <laughs> before it loses its emotional impact. Especially now that show has ruined me for other shows where I'm like, are you dead dead or are you supernatural dead?
1: <laughs> right? What kind of dead is this?
0: Right? I'm we like, you have to sh- you have to show me the body. Like game of thrones when stannis baratheon died i was like you gotta show me his body well you know, you there's like a it. whole
1: like a whole rule for fantasy in general no body no death yes and like that's that's like the the rule
0: well i mean they never show stannis baratheon's body so <laughs> i'm like i ain't gonna believe you till i see that body <laughs>
1: any I, show I, I, honestly it can be like way. this
0: show is rooted in reality and I'm like that's nice I'm shit. not gonna believe you till <laughs> I, see <laughs> I see a body
1: I don't wanna see that corpse <laughs> put it that way show me the mangled fucking corpse or I don't believe you <laughs> show me the corpse or this is over
0: <laughs> yes pics or it didn't happen you' <laughs> it didn't happen Just So I'm I'm very curious to hear your take Madu as the skeptic
1: uh i i i don't i don't so i do believe that people believe that it's cursed um i do think that somebody probably stole it and um, i'm willing
0: to believe that that's very very plausible i mean it is odd that someone would manage to get it off of a moving train but like you said there are people out there who like prep yeah, for that shit that's yeah, this is what water. they
1: do that's what they and do and i really
0: feel like for something like little bastard that would absolutely be something that someone would be really willing to risk it
1: all on yeah and something like that would be worth quite quite the penny i think to the right person and um given time period i do think it's possible that uh, people don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to uh tying up cars but it's really hard to say wh- whether or not uh like is this a curse or a series of unfortunate events or a combination of the two. That's uh, a lot
0: of shit to happen in 5 years.
1: It is. It is um it, but you know I mean, like, causing and correlation and stuff like that.
0: I mean the car falling off one time and hurting somebody is one thing you know, but it fell off many times and hurt quite a few people and killed quite a few
1: people. Yeah, for sure. And those two drivers
0: that both crashed in the same race. In the same race. Yes. And the tires on the car blowing at the same time.
2: Yeah, that's just way too many weird coincidences for them to be coincidences.
1: (laughs) Well I don't know necessarily if they were coincidences so much as um I feel like there's a lot that could be at play. Does that make sense? Yes. There, there's a lot of missing uh, pieces to the puzzle for me to be like absolutely 100. percent There's no other way that this, this something could have happened. Um, no, I get
0: it. Because like the human brain, the human brain is like such an amazing, powerful thing to where yeah, we have yeah. this need to like piece things together. Like our brain does not like. Unexplained yeah. things or we doesn't like, like to not being it. able to find the connection. So we like to I fill, fill in the gaps
1: and we like to make things up. And uh, like I was telling you before, like our brains are capable of creating like actual ghosts. And um, which I is I think a
0: really good example of that is Henry Lee Lucas.
1: Uh, I am not familiar.
0: Henry Lee Lucas was a man who, I mean, they can prove that he definitely killed one person, but he had—oh, god—I cannot remember what it's called right now. But basically, the Texas Rangers hella took advantage of him, and he confessed to like 600 murders that he—Oh my do, god! That he didn't do, because they would be like, "Oh, Henry, you—you you were here and you did this, and because of what um, he had—I'll have to look it up. I can't remember." his brain basically filled in the gaps and was like yeah i did that
1: yeah and that's that's unfortunately well, that happens a lot
0: yeah
2: that happens yeah. a lot when people um especially like, when they're when tortured coerced into like yes. coerce you know someone being interrogated right yeah, uh
1: so it's like okay uh people who live with pathological liars for example um and pathological liars in general so pathological liars sometimes end up believing everything that they say um, of course, because they've said the lie so many times that they get to a point where they truly utterly believe that that is in fact the truth um and the, that is just weirdly common among pathological liars so it's one of those Stephanie, things i'm gonna fight you <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, no.
0: I it's it's a stranger thing spoiler, but she just sent me a message and I'm ready to fight you. No, <laughs> do
1: not spoil this for me. Not. I swear I to fucking I god promise. I'll lose my mind. Well, um, well, I'm not that's gonna why spoil it.
0: That's why quiet, why I- during
2: that entire Game of Thrones no body, no death tangent.
1: But <laughs> no, no, no. Nope, nope, no, no. No, I promise no, we're not no, going to say no, anything. Nope, nope. That's all no. I'm gonna
0: say about it.
1: Stop. <laughs> anything else that I, I, I mm. We're not fighting somewhere. No w- <laughs> it's worse than the doll.
0: All I said was we're gonna fight. I'm not elaborating on anything.
1: <laughs> Better not, I'll always say yeah, it.
0: nothing. No, that's it. It's mostly because what cracks me up is I'll be like, oh my God, the kids will not stop talking about Stranger Things and it's driving me crazy. And then Stephanie will be like,
1: Here's a Stranger Things
0: wait. <laughs> but wait.
1: No, it's okay when we do it. <laughs>
0: Yes, it's fine when
2: you do it. Well, I'm not,
0: like, (laughs) obsessing over it, but... I know, and it sucks, because, like, I can't elaborate on what's driving me the most crazy, because, like, you haven't watched it, and I don't want to spoil it for, like, the listeners. So, like, when you watch it, I'll tell you what's driving me crazy about it.
1: (laughs) But I promise to watch it soon. I've just been, like... I've been, like, stupid, like... Busy, but yeah, no, it's a, um, it's
0: like three and a half hours of media. Like you don't right, yeah. have time. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> before we tangent into our own like lives, uh, thank yes. you guys so much for listening. As always, I hope we have enthralled you with our our bits and pieces of is it cursed or is it not? Um, as the oh, person I who lives that. with the the you know the Ouija board that I you know found in a fucking forest and just continue to <laughs> just have it's from 1976 but am I going to get rid of it No, never
0: never Definitely also really sure. quick when I told Stephanie this story like about Michael being like isn't that the sausage guy Stephanie told me about how her husband thought for the longest time that like the Kool-Aid man's name was Pontius Pilate which is fucking hysterical to me and like I, I wish I will <laughs> cry about it when I, laugh I don't
1: what, what I don't so understand good. is that is a wildly outlandish <laughs> name
0: i just like like i mean sorry not sorry for the sacrilege but i just picture the fucking kool-aid man like sitting at like a judge's bench being like oh yeah jesus is guilty like- oh my god <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh my fucking
1: god that's the worst
2: <laughs> i just I oh have, like i wish he could remember where he heard that because like Goodness. Like if the Kool-Aid's name <laughs> Kool-Aid man's name was Pontius Pilate, those marketing people should all be fired. Okay,
1: but like <laughs> But on, on things before we say goodbye to our listeners, on things that were like old wives' tales or weird shit that our families or so whatever tell us that we as kids that we believe, did did you guys ever hear that if you swallowed watermelon seeds that a watermelon grow inside you?
0: Of course. Yes.
1: Okay, we've all heard that, right? Yes. A motherfucker accidentally inhaled what was it? A fur
0: seed? Oh, and the fur and it the grew in his lungs.
1: So grew in his lungs, man. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, great, now I'm afraid of watermelons again. Fuck.
0: <laughs> Mom, you weren't that far off. Apparently there's certain conditions in which that can happen.
1: <laughs> it just needs to be in my lungs. Right. And once, as much as I choke on my own fucking spit. <laughs> Gonna die with a watermelon in my lungs. Oh my god. But yeah, so <laughs> fun tidbits. You know, nightmare fuel for everyone. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. And with that, goodbye.
0: Good night. Good
1: night. <laughs> That's all for this part of the journey.
0: Our drivers will gas up the hearse. And the rest of you, well, good night. Sleep tight. And remember, those aren't bed bugs biting you when a limb slides off the side of the bed.
1: <laughs>
0: to find out more about Road Trip to the Grave, follow us on Instagram at Road Trip to the Grave Pod or support us on Patreon at Road Trip to the Grave. As always, thanks for listening. Road Trip to the Grave is spelled Road Trip to the number two, The
2: Grave.